Spotify. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube! My name is Jordan Maywood and I am the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist! Yeah! Today within the Librocube is Video Games Day. Video Games Day is what it is. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers, folks, please. I am going to spoil this. In this case, it's not going to matter so much because the things that I spoil are so ridiculously not good that who really cares? Who cares? Yeah. Some people might, so that's why I gave the warning. Ha ha! Got you both covered. Another thing I like to say is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. Oh no, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps others find podcasts. Hmm, interesting. That will, of course, take us into our last piece of podcast-related business. Which is today's sponsor, which is the Derek Zoolander Center for Video Game Makers Who Can't Write Good and Want to Do Other Stuff Good Too. Once again, today's sponsor is the Derek Zoolander Center for Video Game Makers Who Can't Write Good and Want to Do Other Stuff Good Too. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. Very, very much appreciated. This episode in which I'm going to talk about the game, well, maybe we'll put game in quotes, Binary Domain. Binary Domain. I'm sure you've heard of this one. <laughs> you probably haven't heard of this. I don't think anyone's heard of this one. It's, before I go any further, is not a good game. Uh, I want you to take that with the grain of salt that... It was free. If you are a PlayStation Plus member, you will, once a week, get the minimum of one free game. Uh, and this was the free game of a couple of weeks ago. So, i got to say thank you for that. Uh, I do also want to say, I did play through the whole thing, for the most part. So, uh, it's, it's not unplayable. <laughs> they should put that on the box cover. Not unplayable! I think if you go into this with low expectations and are going to look at it as a, a shooter in which um, you shoot things, and most of the things you shoot are robots, you know, your expectations may or may not be met with regards to that. Hmm. Now, if you want to go in this expecting um, good voice acting, I think that's where you are going to be most sorely pissed off. <laughs> Uh, I think if you want to go into it thinking that there's going to be a story that is at all um, A, relevant, and two, makes any sense, again, you're going to be upset. If the visuals that you have come to admire in beautiful, beautiful games are something that are important to you, you're not going to like this one too much. If a sort of overall sense of mediocrity 
is something you yearn for, well, you're in luck. Uh, I don't think I've said this many not nice things of a game before, but it's just so blatantly obvious that this game is not good and the makers of it should, I don't want to say be ashamed of themselves, but should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, let me go a little bit into the quote-unquote story. The year is 2080. Mm. Me and another dude are breaking into Japan. Japan, that has a sort of giant seawall around it, and is cut off from the rest of humanity. Why are we doing this? Because a robot just sort of surfaced that had the, let's just say, the skin of a human. It was, to all appearances, human in nature. And that is illegal, apparently. As far as creating a robot, you can't make them look human. Against the law. It's uh, not necessarily a bad law, I suppose. It would kind of limit a little bit the, uh, the whole sex robot thing, which I'm sure will happen at some point. This is a covert operation to sneak in there. So, of course, we go in guns a-blazing. Yeah. The main character... Oh, did I even write down his name? I didn't, but it's unimportant. The voice actor, or maybe not even it's 100% his fault. It's just the writing of this character is just so ridiculous. His catchphrase... Oh, I didn't write it down. Let's see if I can remember it. The catchphrase of the main character in this video game is something along the lines of, uh, if you're dead, raise your hand. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's, that's a good catchphrase, sure. Something that this game wants you to do and punishes, it, punishes you if you don't do, but doesn't force you to, is to use your headset. I don't think I even have a headset. The reason I want you to do this is that you can control your team members with a sort of limited series of voice commands. I never did it, worked perfectly fine without, without you just hit the L2 button and then choose your command. Bada boom, bada bing. Uh, that's another thing, my team. Uh, I didn't like them. None of them had personalities that were at all likable. They were all friggin' pains in my ass. There was even one, a this Asian woman who, as far as video game characters, well, in this, I guess was the pretty one, but uh, the facial animations are pretty hideous to behold in this game. Anyways, she was the one that you could tell the game wanted me to develop a love interest with, and I did work towards doing that, but it was a pain in the ass because she was, well, a pain in the ass. The, the sort of my buddy who I'm with right off the bat, this uh, giant black guy, he also, just ridiculous things he said made me want to shoot him. And you can shoot them. The only thing <laughs> bad about shooting your team members is that they like you less. I assume if you are always nice to them, which I very infrequently was, you get certain bonuses and things like that. Another thing is that uh, if they die... That's, you know, mission unaccomplished. So you got to be a little careful, I suppose. One, uh, one of my takeaways from the story that I suppose generated a mild amount of interest is that these robots in their human form do not actually know they're robots. They, they believe that they are human. So that sort of sets it up for the fact that anyone could be a robot. 
And then from then on, the story doesn't really play on it too much, although I think it should have because it was a bit of a missed opportunity. Play on the fact that anyone in your team could be a robot. Like, that nev- that thought never came up to anybody within the team. You the, you, the player, may think it, and it is sort of obvious that that is going to happen at some point, but the character within the game and the team members never made that assumption for some strange reason. Oh, I know why. Poor writing. Yes. Uh, eventually, my team grows. Yeah, it kind of grows and ebbs and flows. Uh, there's an English guy. He's super annoying. There's his uh, English cohort in the form of this butch girl, also fairly annoying. Probably one of the least annoying ones, just because her role is so small and she doesn't really say anything. So uh, I appreciated the silence. Uh, quite often they set it up so that your team has to split up. So uh, you'll pick two members and two members will come with you and the other two members will go and do whatever it is they do. Uh, I always picked the Asian girl for the reason that I was trying to build that relationship. And then I would pick also the uh, English girl because, well, she didn't talk too much. And I found when these characters did talk, not only would it be annoying, but they would say the same things over and over and over again. Now, I mentioned the quote-unquote story, or lack thereof, and I found myself probably... Maybe I made it halfway, maybe I made it halfway, reaching a point where I would just skip the cutscenes and had no care about what was going on in the story whatsoever. So that is a horrible, horrible sign for a game that I was playing it for the reason that uh, some of the, the shooting is actually kind of fun, blowing up these robots. Your guns have a sense of power. The shooting of these robots as they sort of fall into pieces uh, it's fun it's not like one shot kills them you got to kind of repeatedly shoot them and shoot them and parts fall off sometimes say you shoot them in the legs the legs will fall off and then they'll crawl towards you that's been done in games before but uh but i liked it in the form of robots there's not too too many different variations of the robots some are more powerful some have different moves uh end game ones are super super fast and have swords those ones are pretty tough there's some giant mech-type ones. And uh, overall, as far as robot combat, it's pretty good. I, I'd go for the ro- robot combat like 3, 4 out of 5. Yeah, that's probably what kept me playing through the whole game. The whole game, which I should mention, finished in a weekend, so it's not very long. But the story, yeah, it's just... I think it's got that sort of trademark Japanese... I'm pretty sure this was... Was it a Japanese game? a ported-over Japanese game. It does ha- definitely have that feel, at the very least. And about halfway through, I, as I say, I found myself just skipping through the story and getting back into the action. And I didn't regret it. I, I don't really know what the whole story was. It's just robots. We have to stop them. one point, I caught on that robots and humans were going to have babies or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Also ridiculous are the one-liners of the main character, which I already mentioned his his patented... Is anyone dead? Raise your hands. Uh, I don't think that's what it was exactly, but it's close enough for our purposes here. The line was, holler if you're dead. Uh, fun. Okay, so two things that we sort of came back to periodically that I did have fun at were racing 
while shooting. It was almost a sort of on-rails experience in that I'd be in a, in a car, say, or in the back of a truck, and uh, I'd have my gun, and I'd have to shoot at people pursuing me. And that sort of combination of super, super speed with shooting bad guys chasing us, that, that was fun. Yeah, it's uh, it was definitely probably for me the highlight of this game, were, were those sort of sequences. Ones involving doing that on a train. Yeah, uh, good, good, good stuff. And, and I didn't mind it. Another scene involving uh, jet skiing through the sewers. Again, that was... Uh, it had its uh, moments as fun there as well. I think uh, since we're getting close to work and not too, too much more to say regarding Binary Domain. <laughs> Ridiculous title. Okay, there's another one. Uh, we'll wrap it up by saying it's raining. Now, I think if you were to take the combat of this game, add more than the uh, different types amount of bad guys than they currently have, pretty it up a bit as far as visuals, and probably most difficult, have this action plugged into a story that made sense and was good and pulled you in. If you did all that, this game has some potential. There's potential to be had here, I would say. Uh, this does not do that. So I'm going to go for the game as a whole, two out of five with uh, some three, perhaps even four out of five moments in the form of the gameplay. And to be fair, the gameplay is the most important part of the game, so the fact that in some instances they got that right says that uh, this game is not a complete loss. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Folks, we did it. That was a little bit of a short video games day, just for the reason that I only had this one game, and, well... It um, wasn't very good. <laughs> so, I feel uh, almost bad wrapping up the show with my standard it's nice to be nice to the nice, because potentially people behind the making of this game are nice people. In fact, I'd even go probably there are some nice people who made this game. And I was just not very nice to them. So uh, now I feel bad. Now I'm going to feel guilty for the rest of the day. Thanks a lot, Binary Domain. You've done it again. It's nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address. Mailwood.jordan at gmail.com and now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live
long and prosper.